Good evening and welcome to the Canton Planning Board meeting for Wednesday, February 15, 2023 at the Salon Meeting Room. It is now 6.01 p.m. Can I get a motion to open the meeting? Make a move. Seconded? Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 It's not a roll call vote. We don't have to do a roll call because no, <laughs> no, it's because Jim, uh, Joe's, Jim's here, but Joe is not here. <laughs> I, I was treating it as a roll call That's vote. Sorry, no, well, I apologize. If we were Zoom, I would agree with you on that. And it noted that I was right on the ball today. <laughs> and we're going to open the scheduled hearing, please, for 598 Washington Street, Boston Beauty. Uh, review of board sign application. Lauren, if you wouldn't mind sitting at the table, that'd be great. Hi. So did you... Um, Want to tell us a little bit about your the um, the sign you're proposing um, and uh, what your business is going to be? Just out of curiosity, as well. Yes, it's um, permanent makeup. Um, I have been in business since 2020 here in Canton. I just moved um, from gallery salons in Canton, in Cobb's Corner, to Canton Center to 598 Washington Street. So. Yep, just a basic sign with the business name. Okay. And I'm going to open it up to the board for any comments. What was the sign that was there before? Um, I'm not really sure. I think it was an ice cream store before, and then it was a, a canton tree I think removal. was there, and they just had a... Yeah. What was it before? K it was an ice cream store, and then it was K&K. &K. Yeah. Oh, landscaping. landscaping. Mm -hmm. I think they just had a... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Banner. Either. I don't think that they had one, so. Um, did anybody want to make any comments on the matter, or I can begin? Um, I love the idea of the sign, but I think there are a few concerns. According to our guidelines, we're technically not supposed to do aluminum siding, aluminum signs, rather. Okay. Um, we try and promote wood, if possible. And my other concern is it's difficult to read, it would be difficult to read it. The okay. Boston portion from the street. Okay. Um, do you plan on keeping the curtains up, or were you going to put some other screening up? Just out of curiosity, that has nothing um, to do with that. Keeping the curtains. I, I, for me, it's always the material, so it's the material for me. Okay. Jim, do you have any comments on it? I just agree with it. It's tough to read the Boston. Yes. Okay. Yes, I mean, I like it overall, except if it was just wood or, mm -hmm. you know, other, other, I think the beauty looks awesome. I think just make, if somehow you can make the font larger and send okay. us uh, an example back of what it would actually look like larger mm -hmm. and yeah. also indicate possible you know the possibility of doing it on wood if possible sure. if you look around town most of the newer signs are wood mm -hmm. there are some of course there's older exceptions where they're plastic and they're eliminated behind okay um, but we, we try and keep a, a cohesive look as much as we can okay I actually like the idea of the wood. I, it's my first time doing this so <laughs> well we do appreciate you applying and, and coming back in if, okay um, when are you planning on opening? 
Um, so I'm open. You're open. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep, yeah. as of December. So if you wouldn't mind coming back to our meeting on March 1st with the information. Yeah, would, absolutely. Would, do we think we should do that, everyone, or should we have... Um... I'm good with that. Okay. I'm good with that, yeah. Okay. Okay. If okay. we can have you back on our March 1st meeting to discuss it further, we'd like to do that. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for your time. Good night. Thank you. And good, yes, good luck. It's nice to see a new business downtown. It Thank is. You. On to item number two, discussion of the Town of Canton 2023 warrant article on Airbnb and short-term housing. This is not a zoning article, it's just a discussion about the article that's been presented by the Select Board. Jean Manning is presenting as the Interim Town Planner. Thank you, Jean. Be with you tonight, and um, as I had met at a previous meeting, uh, this is a warrant article that was requested um, by our uh, town administrator, Mr. Duty. It's supported by the select board. Was also requested by um, many of our first responders here in Canton. So the background on this is that uh, this particular project um, this particular warrant article would require a, um, a property owner to register their property uh, through a series of permitting um, that would begin at the town clerk's office follow up with an inspection and provide us with a guideline of uh, that the property is to be rented out to airbnb or another company at any given time, um, the town has identified 10 to 15 properties that are available for daily rental in Canton. These type of properties uh, don't really fall under a lot of inspectional guidelines and emergency management guidelines. Um, unfortunately, there has been some incidents in the past where um, a property has been uh, rented out or, or used by a Airbnb client um, and there's been some issues with both Canton Fire and Canton Police unable to access an area due to uh, parking and some other issues. Um, so I just wanted to emphasize to you and the committee that this is not meant in any way to restrict any property owners in Canton's um, ability to use their property as they see fit within local ordinances. This is uh, at the request of our first responders and the select board to provide an administrative guideline, administrative tracking of properties so that the town can respond. If there is an issue, uh, we can reach out and contact a property owner. Um, and if there were a series of uh, issues, uh, the, there's provisions in this warrant article to um, remove the registration and the ability of this owner, but that's down the road. We certainly are, don't want to ever get in that situation. There's a series of outreach steps that the town would do to try to uh, remedy any situation, and uh, we want to be sure that every homeowner here in Canton has the opportunity to use their property to their full benefit. Uh, whatever that may be. So that's an outline of the Warren article. It has been reviewed by town council um, and approved, uh, believed by the select board. It hasn't been formally voted on yet. Uh, the last piece of this is a uh, tax, which is allowed by the Department of Revenue. 
similar to a hotel where there's a charge for a daily rental of up to 6%. So uh, this will be something that the town will be asking for too. If that is approved, then we'll register that and the town would re receive the revenue um, in similar way to we receive our hotel tax on the two properties, Homewood Suites and Hilton Garden Inn. That's a summary of the Warren article. I'll be glad to answer any questions and uh, certainly, you know, would appreciate the board's uh, support, even though it's it's not a uh, zoning article. Does anybody want to make any comments on it? Um, don't, doesn't the town already get taxes from Airbnb? No. So I thought when you went on Airbnb, how come? Well, because you have to register. The municipality has to register with Airbnb that we file the local tax uh, similar. Right, but that has nothing to do with this. I mean, they could already be collecting it. Cause well, there's a 6.25 state tax, but there's also an option that the municipality has to ask the Department of Revenue for. So for example, um, if you stayed at the Homewood Suites, the Hilton Garden Inn, you'd be charged a 6.25% mass but tax. But Airbnb would tax it too for you. Because yeah. I rent through Airbnb. Yeah. You, you, let him finish that piece because I think he was going to get to your answer, I think. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's okay. It's, it's a confusing Sorry. question. Okay. No, 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 no. It, it, that's okay. That's okay. So, uh, right. So, let, let's say you rented an Airbnb here in Canton, right? You would be charged a 6.25% mass tax and then an additional local municipal tax of 6% as part of your bill. So that portion would go to the Commonwealth of Mass Department of Revenue. The state would take out their 6.25 and then issue um, a local credit to the municipality of the additional 6%. Right. But that's already happening. Not with Airbnbs. I'm missing something here. So the, the, what he said, I believe to be accurate. What you're not, I think, getting is that when you go and you may do an Airbnb in some other community, they've already said we approve of the tax. This town has not said. Right, but that doesn't, they can do that without this piece. They do this, no. No, no they, they can't. No, because you just have never rented in Canton. If right. you right. rented in Canton, you would get charged the 6.25 oh, really? state sales tax. Canton has not said we want an additional blank percent. And, you know, it, 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 so it, they're making it part of this. Correct. The town can pick a percentage, what they want right. it to be. Right, right, right. Charge it, just like towns all around the country are doing, but specifically in Massachusetts, they are able to do. And you, that's what you see towns doing. So that's why you're, 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 you've got the two yeah, of them Yeah, because I still together. don't get why the town can't do it without passing this draconian bill. I don't think it's draconian, necessarily. <laughs> I do. But, no, but I understand what you're saying, but I don't, I don't think it's draconian. So, Kathy, as we charge a meal tax in Canton and a hotel tax and, and many right. no, other fees. Right, no, I know that. Fees, I think they should, yeah. Right. So, so this fee would come back to the town to fund right. municipal and school services. So it's a local tax option that many municipalities here in Mass have requested. And there's, because uh, this question came up the last time, there's 50-plus communities in Mass that have implemented these. And, again, um, the spirit of this is not to infringe on any homeowner's rights. It's to just help us safely manage properties um, within the guidelines of town services. 
I mean, I'm not against it. I just think, like, I don't know, it just seems like there's, like, the, I don't agree with the yearly, having to get a yearly license. No, no, it's not yearly. It would be done one time. It would oh, be okay. done, yeah, it would be done one time. So it would be a one-time inspection? Yeah, so, so if I decided to uh, sign up my property for Airbnb, I would be asked to register the property at the town clerk's office one time. If there's no issues, it's a perpetual license. Um, all this is, is um, I say all it is, I know some people have concerns that it's more, but this is basically an opportunity for the town to, um, to monitor a property if we get complaints. So if the police chief or the fire chief come back and say we had problems at, um, you know, Arboretum Way or whatever, uh, we could contact the property owner and review what happened. Even then, um, th this isn't like one and done or three strikes you're out or anything like that. The property, again, we want the property owner to have the ability to use their property however they see fit. This is just to hopefully provide a trail if there are issues No, I get that. I, yeah, um, that our first responders have. That's all that it is. It's not meant to be anything more. Okay. Just one question. Sure. How many strikes do you get? Well, we're going to propose three. Um, but at that point, you know, we one of the things we're still working through is um, how it would be managed. You know, town council is recommending the Board of Health um, become involved. Um, the select board feel that it would be under the uh, building department. Uh, there's other voices that will, you know, police and fire, uh, public safety would be involved. So there's multiple uh, folks that would have the opportunity to weigh in. Uh, so we're still working through that piece. But again, we're not um, anticipating that we're going to go out and start shutting down uh, businesses. It would, you know, in, in talking to the police chief and the fire chief and, and everybody, it would have to be fairly grievous to for the town to do that. The town is, is very busy with other responsibilities and um, this isn't anything we're looking to kind of corner the market on shutting down residents' rights. It's not that at all. Do you know what I mean? I do. Mm -hmm. Safety concerns for those that rent the, the space as well as safety concerns. And residents, right. abutting neighbors and our first responders here in Canton. Anybody else have any comments on it? Thank you, Jean. Thank I you hope very that's much. helpful. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank have you a good for evening. your time. Have a good, have a great night. On to item number three. Zero or 520 and 530 Turnpike Street site plan and special permit review for the construction of a proposed. 100,000 square foot warehouse facility off of Arboretum Drive, Oliver Street Capital on behalf of Atlantic Oliver 2 Turnpike Street, LLC, Considine Development, LLC. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, my name is Larry Beals. I'm with Beals Associates. Well. Yes, you have to grab the mic. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Take your time.
this is a good spot for this? Yep. So my name is Larry Beals. I'm a Beals Associates. We're the uh, engineers and planners on this project. And with me is Mike Shunta from Oliver Street Capital and Mike Cosgrove. Now, I think we've had the good fortune of meeting with two board members uh, so far on this project on a preliminary basis. And uh, we've also met with Tom Houston uh, once or twice as well. So um, this is our first hearing, the first meeting. and. Uh, what we wanted to do is give you an overview of the project. I don't expect to go into a lot of detail, but in terms of where we are in the process, Tom has uh, performed the peer review. We've gotten a comprehensive letter from him to which we're preparing a response. We don't have that with us tonight, um, but this is an ongoing process. Uh, we've also met with the Conservation Commission uh, a couple <coughs> of times uh, regarding both an ANRAD in terms of where the wetland resource areas are located, as well as a notice of intent, focusing on things like stormwater management and the other interests of the Wetlands Protection Act. So uh, we're really uh, right in the thick of the process right now. And, and we do not expect the hearing to close or anything like that tonight. Um, what I wanted to do is give you an overview if you're not familiar with it. Um, uh, this is a plan that shows the, the general site and Oliver Street Capital owns this building um, uh, currently and is acquiring uh, this adjacent land. So for orientation, this is Turnpike Street across the bottom of the plan. So north is, is plan left, south is plan right, east and west. Um, our access to the site is off of Arboretum Way and um, We'll, we'll go get a larger uh, plan up here for you, but this is generally a bedrock upland area, if you've ever been out there. And then uh, you can see the gray contours. They're, they're close together here, so it, it drops down, and there is a wetland area down here, and there's a wetland area here. Um, we've presented plans to the Conservation Commission and uh, with the, the agent and DEP, and we agree on the wetland resource areas, what we're still defining is the uh, inner and outer riparian zones. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting site because uh, the York Brook flows through here, and there are areas that it appears to be very turbulent and fast moving. There's other areas where it uh, appears to turn into a pond, and then it begins to flow again. And uh, there's a difference of opinion, but I think we're, we're working that out right now. And I, I think we'll come to a good resolution on that. So um, this is the area that we're proposing to develop. Um, uh, there is nothing proposed in terms of uh, redoing uh, the parking lot or the building expanding, contracting. Uh, it is a, a tremendous opportunity uh, for improving the stormwater management in the back parking lot here because right now it's a series of catch basins into uh, drain lines with, with no stormwater management, no um, suspended solids removal. And then uh, the pipe discharges uh, over an embankment and down into the wetlands. So <laughs> it was all done according to design standards at the time, but um, we can certainly do better today. So uh, we haven't submitted plans to Tom, but we're, what we're proposing here is 
adding water quality units so that we can treat that stormwater before it discharges into um, the wetlands. And also uh, uh, operation and maintenance plan because a lot of debris from the parking lot seems to go over that edge and yeah. down into the wetlands. Um, so uh, th those are both very positive aspects of it. So we have gone way up in scale. Uh, I've rotated the drawing on you. So now north is to the top. Um, south is to the, the bottom of the plan. And Turnpike Street is over on the left-hand side of this drawing. So access to the site is off the Turnpike Street up Arboretum Way. Uh, there is an existing parking lot in this area, and um, we are uh, utilizing that within uh, this development. So we're putting pavement on top of pavement in these areas. Um, this is a 100,000 square foot building. It has a, a office in the back here, office in the back here. Uh, there is an entrance point on this uh, western entrance that uh, provides access to this parking area for this office. There's an entrance area here on the um, eastern side that provides access to uh, this parking lot and that office. And then most of the building functions uh, with the truck docks in front facing Arboretum Way. They're actually facing this, but we think it's a good orientation because it's industrial against industrial. And then we've taken the short side of the building uh, which faces the residences and um, uh, there's no truck docks. Uh, so this is a quiet side of the building. Um, this is an active side of the building and we, we think that works pretty well. We've got some trailer storage here, uh, a stormwater management pond back here, and then we've got uh, infiltration and stormwater management under the parking lot. A couple of these locations that Tom is reviewing. Uh, as you can see, this is um, the boundary of the, of, of, uh, the wetlands. There's a vernal pool here, a vernal pool here, but we've really kept that building up on the, the bedrock uh, part. And uh, the vast majority of this site, as you can see in, in this drawing, everything on the right hand, on the left hand side of this drawing, uh, will remain undeveloped. So our limit of work is, is reasonably tight around the building. Uh, so we're preserving some open space. Um, and I think that's about, that covers just about everything I wanted to say between the proposed development, the existing development, and we're in the process of reviewing the stormwater management plan. So with that, I can um, answer any questions or receive any comments. And um, happy to listen to Tom, but I think we have his letter, so we'll, we'll respond to that in writing. Good question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you anticipate any blasting? Because there is a lot of ledge yeah, out there. Yeah, we anticipate a lot of blasting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which, uh, it'll mostly be in the center of the site. So it, it's an interesting site. Yeah. A portion of it is, is a knob, but if you get over into this area, it drops down. So um, the way it's currently being planned is we're blasting rock in this area. It'll be crushed and ground and then used as uh, base material. Uh, and, and this is one of the things we're working out with Tom. We tried to locate these uh, infiltration areas and the uh, 
stormwater management systems in areas where it's deeper to bedrock. You know, it's, it, you would think the whole ground surface is shallow to bedrock, but there's actually some pretty deep pockets out there. So yeah, there will be some blasting. And, and to that end, we've done uh, an exhaustive geotechnical exploration around the site with uh, test pits, borings, rock cores to characterize. So we have a pretty good idea on what we need to blast and the characteristics of the rock. David, did you have any comments? Thank you, Madam mm -hmm. Chair. Um, on, on the drawing, if you would point out to me um, uh, or explain to me the residential development that's to the right of the, of the warehouse um, that you indicated would be on the quiet side of the building. What? Oh. Go ahead. No, finish your question. The, what street is that? Is that, the, is that the condos in Arboretum? Yes. Uh, yes. So as you enter the site down here, this is Arboretum Way. Yeah which is actually, um, it's an easement. Uh, it's, it's not a uh, roadway, it's not, not a townway. Not a public road. Correct, correct. And uh, our access is off of that. This building has access off of it. Let me, this might give you a better perspective. So you enter here, our building is proposed here, and then Arboretum Way, I'll trace it with my finger, loops around uh, the clubhouse for the apartments are located right here. I believe these are apartments here. And then eventually it, it uh, follows the road back yep. to uh, some condominiums. We would just go back to the other drawing. Sure. What is the distance from the, uh, what you referred to as the left office, or the office on the top left-hand side of the warehouse to 138 North Turnpike Street? Uh, I was looking at the scale. Can yeah. you say that again? What's the distance where the office is to 138? Here? Mm -hmm. uh, well, this is, that's 160 feet, so probably 300 feet. The, the width of the building is 500 feet. Yeah, that's, that's okay, a good thank perspective. You. Yeah, that's good, good. Probably about 600 feet, a couple of football The fields. width of the building or the... So that, that, that would mean it's more than 300 is what you're, you're to suggesting. To yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I just had a few comments from looking at, and just so the rest of the board knows, there is a review with all everybody's discussing, especially the exhaustive um, digs that I saw that you did, and there's um, um, the transportation reports as well, and I know Tom comments. I just wanted to make a few comments. On the proposed project layout, and this may have been brought up at CONCOM, I didn't unfortunately watch the meeting yet, was there any discussion about the fact that um, the, there should be possibly be access to the back of the building yes. for fire concerns or, yes. or any um, Okay. We, we gave that very careful consideration, and um, we've done enough of these buildings that I know in other towns, um, most fire chiefs do not require 360 degree access. Um, so that was one of our first questions. We met with the fire department, right. specifically reviewed this plan uh, because we have good access on this <coughs> side, this side, and that side. And because of the characteristics of the landscape, it, it is very rocky back there, it drops off. 
and uh, fire trucks are worth a million dollars. Yes. So you would you would not want to drive a fire truck down a narrow slot like that and get it stuck. So uh, at least during all our meetings, they have said that three sides which we've provided is sufficient. Uh, it, my understanding is most firefighters uh, want to be able to have this sort of staging area where they can get a ladder up onto the roof and, and start cutting holes into the roof to fight the fire if they have to. One hopes that doesn't have to happen. Um, and I did notice in reference to your performance standards, um, we're seeking business operations possibly 24-7. I know that's not something we generally allow, um, I, but I know you're, there, that's a possibility of a waiver for that. So um, I, I can explain that if it's helpful. Uh, having done a lot of these facilities, the vast majority of the operations is during normal business hours, which you would expect. There are sometimes in warehouse distribution operations where somebody gets tied up in a snowstorm or a breakdown and a truck rolls in at, at 2 a.m., a, a truck, and wants to access the site. So it's, it's more in that. That's why we're seeking 24-hour operations is, is in those exceptional cases where somebody needs to access the site in the building. Okay. And landscaping buffers yeah. that we've added? Um, thank you. Uh, uh, so this is a little bit lower, but um, again, when we were planning this, uh, we wanted to have a quiet side of the building towards the residences and anticipating that that might be an issue. Uh, we're also proposing a sound wall uh, that I'm tracing with my finger right here. And and then on the residence side of that sound wall, it's heavily landscaped so that you're seeing trees and shrubs as opposed to a wall. Um, and we've done a number of these sound walls and they can be done so that they're uh, attractive. And um, what, what that is directed towards is the um, activity in the parking lot and dampening that. Um, if you could, uh, when you come again before us, bring us a sample of what it's going to be sure. so we can see it. You know, I, yeah, we, we've had that discussion. That right. Probably the best way to communicate it to you is to draw a section through the site and show uh, a profile of the grades here, the grades here, draw that the would scale be great. to that house and show you know, the parking lot, the wall, the landscaping, the home. So, uh, as I said, it's still a work in progress. Mr. Oh, go ahead, David. Uh, no, but I, it, but I think what she was asking, can you bring in a sample of the sample actual wall? Oh, yeah. Sure. Do you, know, do you know what it is at this Product. point? I, I don't know specifically. We, we've had good luck with uh, a, a, fiberglass, a fiberglass material with foam on the inside. You know, what we don't want to do is like you see along the highways with those concrete walls because those are um, not very attractive. Yeah. And um, we haven't selected the materials, but we can hone in on that. Tom, do you remember what, 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 what they're using? Um, <coughs> and God forbid, I'm not going to remember the name Organic of the company. Genesis. But you, Organic Genesis. Genesis, thank you. Yes. Um, I don't remember the same. It was a proprietary. I think it was a like a vinyl, thick vinyl. Yeah, it was a thick fence. I just don't. Yeah. I don't remember what the actual. Wasn't material. it brown? Yeah, they were. I think they were using a brown product. Yeah, because it was, and it was going to be just what you're describing, kind of sort of landscaped on both sides, to buffer the visual of a fence. What's the height of that proposed fence? Uh, do you recall? 
Okay. Entrance drive that comes in on the page right side is approximately eight feet below the first floor elevation of the adjacent apartment. So you're eight feet down, and then the sound wall is 15 feet high. Thank That's you. Pretty good. Pretty big, right? That's, that seems pretty tall. Um, <laughs> I did have, before I hand it over to Mr. Houston, I had a couple of more things I wanted to add. Generally, what we try and request for any new development that's going in an industrial area or redevelopment is to somehow include some sort of charging station or implement. Okay. So I, I, we've already discussed that. I, maybe on the panel already. Okay, I didn't see it referenced in. in okay. the, there, this. There's there's two of them currently shown along that western vehicle parking station adjacent. The, the electrical room is in the south. West Could you point where that is? I'm sorry, I want to go. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. And I was curious as to if, um, I know we, we had some um, discussions about the topography and comments about the location. Obviously, some of it's sand, some of it's boggy because it's wetlands. Um, I also had a question about if you plan where your snow removal because of the location will be, if it's going to be taken off site or if there's a specific location you're going to be placing snow. Yeah, we have locations on site, but with operations like this, snow gets in the way. So uh, these are professional operations, and once the, if the snow becomes a problem, it gets hauled off site. Okay. And, um, I didn't know if you wanted to discuss at all the traffic study that was done as well, or uh, if you had information on that, or if you want to uh, hold off. Well, Tom has given us some comments, and I personally find traffic one of the more boring aspects. So I, I understand that. But I we understand. love talking about it. But it's Canton. Right. So I, what I would suggest is we ought to work out our issues with Tom and then give you a comprehensive, and, and bring the traffic that would be great. Okay, because I do have some questions on dates that you had listed in the study. I was just concerned about consistency on that. I think that's all I had. Mr. Houston, if you'd like to um, discuss your points, well, that'd be I great. I give the 60-second uh, overview. kind of hard. We got that. We had numerous comments about stormwater, which is typical. There's no showstoppers there. Maybe one significant issue is the depth to bedrock and make sure that there's no like bowl-like configurations of bedrock where the uh, infiltrated groundwater would sort of get uh, trapped. The um, traffic and those of us who have a master's degree in transportation don't find it dull, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's not a major traffic generator. Uh, the, there is a delay added to uh, Arboretum Way, and that's because you have an unsignalized intersection approaching a very heavily traveled road. So there's an increase in delay there. The worst case is the PM peak hour, which is like 11 seconds. Uh, there's a substantial amount of rock. If you stand out there on the site, you sort of face a, a rock knob, but uh, uh, it is not uniform. It varies across the site. So. Just the process of blasting it, making sure there's no damage to adjacent buildings and that type of thing. 
noise is a problem during construction just because of the proximity of the residences. Post-construction, I think the applicant was very appropriate and sensitive to the issue because they did provide this substantial noise barrier. During construction, there's going to be blasting, so that, that can be uh, managed. The Building 530, which is across the street that Larry had mentioned there, uh, we had asked if there was something that they could do in terms of existing stormwater, and I'm pleased to see that they have been able to identify that a water quality unit could be placed there. Uh, zoning, we raised a question, and it's not a question of feasibility, it's just a question of how you analyze it. The, um, plan says in one place that Arboretum Way is an easement. It says on the plan that the land surveyor did, it says it's a private way. So if it's a private way, it's a street. So the land within the street is not within the lot, and the sidelines of the street create frontage. So you'd analyze the, uh, you'd analyze the zoning differently. It works either way, but it's just they analyzed as if it's one site with frontage on Turnpike Street. That works if Arboretum Way was turned out to be a way as opposed to an easement. It would also work that way. It would just change how you did the dimensional uh, table. And uh, uh, the parking, uh, they're a shade light in a few spaces in terms of the newly revised zoning bylaw, which even though it cut parking way back and you get credits for bicycle parking spaces and all that type of thing, they're a little bit light. I did a comparison with the ITE parking generation data. They're well, well above the 50%, the average. Uh, they're a shade below the 85th percentile. So I just put the numbers in there for the Board of Appeals consideration. And we also suggested um, some relatively minor improvements to Arboretum Way. If you go out there, um, Arboretum Way widens out by about 20 feet. It's a little bit confusing. And then there are three sort of randomly placed islands in the middle of the road. And I think they probably add more confusion than anything else. So one issue is if they were to narrow the pavement, which is our recommendation, I don't know the legal process to do that, if, particularly if it's a private way. I think you need the consent of people who have interests in the private way. So as an alternative, we said, well, if you can't actually narrow the pavement, you can more clearly stripe traveled ways through the thing and sort of stripe them or have a painted island connecting the other islands. So uh, that's the what started out to be a 60-second overview, but got much longer, so. There, there was always a, great information. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Houston, was there a comment, too, about the fact that they should present an A&R because they're making this one? Well, they volunteer, they, they, it's not too clearly spelled out in the documents that I found, but they said they had intended to submit an A&R plan, and I inferred that the purpose was to combine all the land that they have there into one. I think the applicant already owns one lot and the other, the, there's two other lots and then a parcel that I think Considine Development did or currently owns or something like that. So I noticed with all the deeds that were referenced, that's yeah, why. I, I think their intent was to combine it all in one. 
But again, they can't do that if Arboretum Way is away. So they'd have to combine it into two. Okay, that's good. And, to and also, we'd rather do that once we've been through this process, as opposed to trying to do it now because it's, it's separate ownership between the current owner and the obligation capital. Right. But but if the planning board, the planning board could always make a condition if it warrants it to say this has to be done prior to construction. Mr. McCarthy. Yeah, uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Could you talk about the parking space thing? I remember reading about it, and I'm just looking at it again. Um, it's it. It sounds like you're putting additional parking spaces than is required by zoning on the new project to lease out to the other building because they don't have sufficient parking with theirs. Well, they, they currently use some of Right, so they're renting spaces from, an, from another property today. Uh, no. no, there's this a building, parking lot there. So uh, let me trace the property line. The property yep. line for this building goes around that existing parking on the other side of this of the street. Yep. And then Constantine owns this. Yep. So Oliver Street Capital owns this. And when we put the building and parking here, uh, we, we need to allocate some of that to the existing building. Okay, but, it, but based on the lines you're drawing, it's still owned by the existing building. That's existing conditions. So that once we get through this process, we'll reconfigure it to respond to um, all those factors. Right, I'm just wondering, I mean, I, I, I see what you're doing, but I'm wondering why there's obviously a building that has got existing use that doesn't have enough parking. So either it's got some issues, but you've found an alternative source, and we're saying build this other building and add extra parking that is not necessary for the zoning so that you can rent them out to another building. And I'm just, I mean, we're one thing that we've been doing in the town for a period of time is trying to reduce the amount of parking in these places, but yet we're giving you extra spaces so that you can rent them out to the building next door. Am I understanding um, that correctly? Well, we, we just want to make sure that we leave that building with the same number of spaces as it currently has, so it doesn't become non-conforming. So right now, there's approximately 54 parking spaces on the north side of Arboretum Way. Yep. Our 100,000 square foot new building requires 115 spaces. Right. So what we did is we added, I believe, 24 additional parking spaces on the north side of Arboretum Way and then restriped 30 new spaces on the existing asphalt adjacent to 530 Turnpike. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the parking allocated to the existing 530 Turnpike would remain the same at the end of the new construction. Correct, but today it is all owned by capital. If I'm looking at that drawing correctly, it's Correct. all owned by capital, but at some point this document is saying that 520 will be renting parking spaces to 530. If I'm reading this correctly, am I not? Or, or it'll be an easement or they would have rights to but, it, But it goes back to what I said, which is so you're asking for additional parking spaces to be built so that you can rent them out to another 
to another complex, to another property. That's one way of saying it. The, 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 what we're trying to do is not diminish the parking that currently exists for this building. So, right, so somewhere, somewhere when they opened in that building, they have got something within the zoning board that says we'll secure parking at another property. So, no, this this parking is currently on. Right, that's what I that's what I that's what I initially said. But you guys are all looking at me like no, because it says in the, the, this application the project will result in 175 additional parking spaces for, to the overall property. This number has been calculated using the 138 spaces proposed to the east and west of the proposed building, 24 newly striped parking spaces adjacent to the existing building, east and face, and 13 newly striped parking spaces adjacent to the existing building on the southern face. There'll be a no net increase of paved area at 530 Turnpike. Of the 175 total parking spaces, 60 spaces will be leased to the existing building to reconcile the removal of the existing parking spaces north of Arboretum. So I, that's why I'm confused, because they own that, you're, and you're removing them. Well, when you say they, it's these guys that own it. Yeah, understood. Yeah. So, so, the, so the, the owner of this building is developing this building. I, I understand. But, but so that's why when we brought up one deed, one property versus two, I guess my point is, is that in one property, you're increasing the parking. You're asking for, for you, you're likely having to ask for zoning to add parking that's not required. Am I correct, Mr. Houston? Are they going to have to ask for additional parking so no, they can put as many as they they're want? They're a shade short. Uh, on the new building? Yes. It's a hut. They're, they're um, 109 spaces required and 102 provided after they lease the... Right, but uh, that's what I mean by... So they're lease... So, but they're building more than necessary. But wait, do they, is this one owner for both pieces? It is. It yes. is. It so will you be. You might need like a total of, say, I'm just going to throw out a number. So between the two buildings, you need 160. But technically, there might be a little more on this building than on this building. But uh, it, they're both owned by the and, same people. Until, and yes, until the uses change or that somebody changes. That's what I'm trying to get to is that they're asking zoning, not us. But we as as review will review the amount of parking and make a recommendation on the amount of parking and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to get to is I'm confused by yeah. so and, and I'll just say the way I'm looking at it, the built the new building you're putting additional parking that's not required by zoning for the use of that building so that you can lease those spaces to the other building that does not have sufficient parking exactly yeah. but if but they're and it's because the property lines are going to get commingled into one property. So it really isn't... Too many. They'll have just what they need. I'm actually the sure. only clarification is we don't have any intention of leasing the spaces. We have intention of allocating spaces for the existing building. They might be leasing them for zero. I mean, that might just be how they worded it. We have good intentions. We're trying not to reduce the parking on this side. I, I agree with you. We'd rather build. Okay, just want to make uh, sure that yeah. I'm not the crazy one because everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, 60 I, I, parking spaces <laughs> will be leased to the existing That's building. Okay. And 
that, that number 60 is not correct. I can put, it's a different number. But, but uh, my point is, is that it says it in here. Yeah. And everyone is looking at me like, what are you talking about? Because we can do what we want with the number of parking spaces we have. And I'm just reporting back. When I read this, it says we're going to lease 60 parking spaces. Yet, I heard you guys talk about an ANR, which means that it's one deeded property. So do you own two different buildings? Is it going to be leased out? That's what, that's what the confusion is, in my mind. Because we are trying to limit the number of, the amount of paved area right. put into the town. Yeah. And they have more than done that. Because if you look at building 520, 109 spaces are required by zoning, 102 are provided. If you look at the other building, 530, 166 spaces are required, 140 are provided. So they're a shade short on both buildings in terms of what the zoning by That's different requires. than this one's in here. It, it's not, that's not inconsistent with these numbers. It's just project you just said 100 and something and this says there's a result in 175 additional parking it's actually 174 that okay. number is off by one okay. but that's about it okay yes all right okay. thank you <laughs> <laughs> it said least that means no. two different problems that, means, that okay. means two different things that means that, that means we have one building that doesn't have enough parking, and when that building changes hands, somebody's going to say, we don't have enough parking. Where are we getting the parking? That's and what we're trying to the, get to. The, you don't want the wetlands to get disturbed oh, again. <laughs> I get that. So, so I just want, if I could go to yeah, another thing, Madam Chair. Um, you're asking for the 24-7. I heard your explanation. Again, that's zoning, not us. But I personally would likely... Um, uh, ask this board to say no to that and the reason why I would ask that is because I don't feel like this town if you used it once a year in a snowstorm is going to come at you with that's just my personal thing again right. you know that's zoning and not us but I just go mm. you know I get it you are against a residential neighborhood it isn't allowed permitted you're asking for relief I don't imagine that if there was a problem you did it twice a year that anyone is going to be screaming but if you got it permission you then would be you, not you personally, but somebody would be like, "We got it, sorry." So that's where I have a right. little, I have a little rub with that. I agree. Yeah, I don't think that we I'd be in favor of that either. But that's why I brought it up. Um, is there any other questions on the matter, Mr. Houston? Do you have anything else you want to add? No, thank you, Madam Chair. <laughs> so, um, do we want to? Um, did you want to come back on the fifteenth to discuss? Is it the fifteenth? Oh, certainly, by all means. You, you want to see sound wall material and sections from the site and a little bit more information on that. Yes. Uh, charging stations, um, you want to get information on that. Uh, we'll bring the traffic engineer to the next hearing so that he and Tom can have a long conversation about traffic. Uh, and then we'll try to, we'll, we'll work, wordsmith Perhaps even a chart showing what is allocated for what. Um, I think that's, that's, other than the notes I took on what Tom said, I think that's what I heard from the board. And you mentioned that you're, you, will, um, you will be improving stormwater management. Are you going to be doing that at the same time you're doing the other space? Oh, yes. That or would make sense. When, when okay. the contractors are mobilized and on the site, we'll be 
Okay. Yeah. That's a land. Is that a land disturbance issue? There. Well, I, I don't want to speak for Reagan. No. But, okay. Um, I'm just questioning that. I don't think they're disturbing. They're certainly not disturbing 20,000 square feet. Okay. There's anything they're disturbing to install a structure or something. But okay. The, all of the added parking over there is being added on existing pavement, which isn't striped now. So they're not really cutting into the land. Okay. So should we continue this? Um, did you want us to move you to March 1st, or do you want to come to the meeting after that because you have to do, do have to bring in your traffic uh, engineer? I think we can be ready by March 1st, yeah. If you want March 1st. I want March 1st, that'd be great. <laughs> she won't be here March 15th, no. so I'll be chair. <laughs> no, no, I'll be oh, here. the 15th? I thought it was when it's you were May. Oh, May, sorry. <laughs> We could, we'll put you tentatively on the first and we'll confirm with you if there's something that's come up and you want, you need more time okay. about so, it. So we're on the same. Well, yes. Oh, we're very, that's, yeah. Yeah, we're, okay. yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's May 3rd. May 3rd. It's even I'm off the whole day altogether. Month. I won't be here for May 3rd, so I just wanted, David's going to be the chair for that meeting. Which, what date? May 3rd. May 3rd. You have to be here then, Kathy. No, I will be. I might not be. i got to look where the town meeting is. All right. May, I believe it's May 8th. Yeah, yeah. May 8th. Yeah. So on to zoning article, I'd like to um, open a hearing to discuss uh, Zoning article that we proposed to amend the zoning bylaw section of 3.1.4, the table of use, requests to have the following article to correct, amend, and complete missing from the zoning bylaws section 3.1.4 to see if the town will vote to amend the zoning bylaws section 3.1.4, table regulations, use regulations, where designated regulation code is not added, as well as updates to areas that after review need to be amended. Specific amendments made to the zoning bylaws in 2022 were not added to a majority of the table of contents under the limited industrial C zone, as well as designations were missing under industrial. There are amendments needed under um, business zone, as well as limited industrial, limited industrial B as business zone and commercial business zone. I'll second. So everybody, aye. 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 Great. I'm going to open motion number one. Does anybody have any discussions about, I know Karen was kind enough to print it out again about the changes that are being made um, in reference to that one is mostly limited industrial zone C, which is where uh, Topgolf was going to be located. It was where it's underlined and indicated under single family dwelling I is an it. N. Uh, and it was missing an industrial as well for some reason. No, not allowed. Um, there's a change under assisted living and independent living facilities, a change in limited industrial to no. And in reference again to um, LIC limited industrial C, indication of no because it was missing as well as industrial is missing. There's also, as you can see further down, multifamily dwelling, no. Multifamily dwelling or building, uh, building containing three or more dwelling units is also no. 
uh, conversion and use of a single-family dwelling existing space uh, on March 8, 1937 as a dwelling is also no, and short-term rental, no. Is everybody okay with that? Or do you have any questions or see any need for change? Good. Okay. Good. On to item number two. By amending the zoning bylaws, section 3.1.4, table of uses, section B, exempt and institutional uses as follows, with bolded and underlined language indicating changes in a principal use. You'll see again um, that the first two, believe it or not, portions, if you look in the book, or first three, are there, but going forward, library, museum, and gallery would be a no under uh, limited industrial C, um, recreational water supply, use of governmental agency um, would be yes. Extension of existing cemetery, no. Cultural use, yes. Other municipal uses, Board of Appeals, uh, yes for, sorry, I'm losing track now. It's not like there's, there's a lot of chart. A lot of it's a lot of chart, it is a lot of chart. So I appreciate people's patience on this. Uh, for essential services, Board of Appeals, and parkland and open space recreation use would be no. So why, um, I'm just curious, why, why is that all no for parkland open spaces if someone had land they wanted to do that with? This is only Top Golf. Huh? That's the Top Golf limited industrial C yeah. zone only. There's, oh, okay. This is, not, not, this is not changing it anywhere else in town. This is just that zone oh, that we created okay. in the 2020 town meeting all right. for, for Top Golf. All right. So everybody's okay with that? They don't see any changes or have any questions? Okay. Do you have any no questions, Jim? Okay. On to item number three. By amending zoning bylaws section 3.1.4 and table of use regulations, section C, agricultural and related uses as follows, with bolded and underlined language indicating changes. Um, again, in, on this particular section, you'll only see it for LIC. Uh, yes, for um, commercial agricultural, horticultural. I, I don't see it becoming a huge industrial space for anything like a like a, a, a hydro plant or anything like that but because it is going to be golfing and and, and there's going to be greens as well um, orchard for the next one orchard garden nursery yes uh, building or structure used or maintained in connection with permitted agricultural use no no for commercial greenhouse no for farm stand yes for farm stand exempt no for um, local farm stand and these were all reviewed, we were reviewed by town council and beforehand. Okay. So everybody's okay with number three? Mm -hmm. On to item motion, it's going to be a, a motion number four is by amending zoning bylaws section 3.1.4, table of uses section D, recreational uses as follows. You'll see again the indications are only for limited industrial C, golf course BA, golf range BA, board of appeals, theater uh, board of appeals. Health and Exercise Club Board of Appeals. Uh, also for private club, no. Um, limited Industrial Recreational Board of Appeals. Uh, any questions on that? I think we should allow a dance club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they want to have one, I don't have an issue there. <laughs> by, uh, on to item number five, um, by amending zoning bylaws section 3.1.4 table of Use regulations section E, restaurant uses as follows with bold and underlined language indicating changes. Uh, again, this is LIC, Limited Industrial C, um, BA for um, restaurant or similar use, universal beverages only for persons inside. 
as well as uh, outside, a possible outside for dining permit by special permit. And fast food establishment, no, in that particular zone. Any questions? Nope. On the item number six, by amending zoning bylaw section 3.1.4, table of use regulations, section F, commercial and office uses as follows, with bold and underlined language indicating changes. Um, here we do have a few more changes that are indicated in reference to LIB as limited industrial B. Medical offices would be a, a change as a yes. As you can see under limited industrial C, there was items that were actually in the bylaws and some that were not, they're underlined. But the only change in this particular section would be me changing medical offices allowed in limited industrial B. Are there any questions or comments on that? On to item number seven, by amending zoning bylaws section 3.1.4, table of use regulations, section G, retail uses as follows, with bold and underlined language indicating changes. The first two items, there is no change on it. There are, is a change or um, correction or addition to limited industrial C, as indicated, and a change to, of course, sales rooms um, for boats, trailers, trucks, machinery, and uh, also, um, in reference to showrooms for cars, it would change to um, the select board. So it would end up going under a special permit and need to be reviewed at town meeting. Any questions or comments on that? Nope. And item number eight, by amending zoning bylaws section 3.1.4, table of use regulations section H, motor vehicle related uses as follows with bold and underlined language indicating changes. This is also indicating, as you can see, um, so that there would be no sales rooms um, allowed. It would be select board, uh, so it would most likely be special permit. Um, specifically, we see for motor vehicle repair shops and garages, as we've discussed before, as, as well as, well as uh, motor vehicle sales rooms, because most of downtown is, is a business owned. This wouldn't limit, of course, the businesses that are already pre-existing. Um, but this is just for future, any future developments. You can see under limited industrial C, it's all Board of Appeals for all four items. Any questions or comments on that? That will be interesting. Good, thank you. Yep. On item number nine, by amending zoning bylaws, section 3.1.4, table of use regulations, section one, light manufacturing, manufacturing and related uses as follows, with bold and underlined language indicating changes. <coughs> There are just a few changes in this section as well. Uh, there was a change for limited industrial B to go from yes to no in manufacturing. Um, of course, it's missing under limited industrial C. As you can see, it's underlined. There was also a change that was uh, recommended, I believe by ZBA as well as the, the select board um, when the changes were originally meant to come before last year, but we had to make more changes. Um, for limited industrial, for limited um, light manufacturing, pardon me, it would, limited industrial would be yes, it would be a change to yes, limited industrial B, it would be changed to yes, limited industrial C, also yes, and industrial, yes. Also, you can see it, there's asterisks indicated at above or below ground structure parking pursuant to section 7.2 would be Board of Appeals and um, also an industrial um, Board of Appeals. Any questions or comments on that? No, I'm good, thank you. Okay. On to um, number 10, which I believe is the last item in reference to the table of use regulations. 
by amending zoning bylaw section 3.1.4 table of use regulations section J accessories uses as follows with bold and underlined language indicating changes. This uh, for the most part actually is just the updating the fact the information was missing under limited industrial C. As you can see um, it's indicated and underlined and anybody have any questions from the board on the matter? No? Anybody from the audience have any comments? <laughs> no? <laughs> so that being said, I believe we can close the hearing on this and we can, and we, um, are we all in, in vote in favor of this or not in favor of this? But I think we have in the past, but now that it's completed and been reviewed by town council, we need to take a vote. So all those in favor? Aye. 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 Great. I'd like to make a motion that we close the hearing. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Great. Mr. Houston, was there anything you wanted to add? Uh, no, that Okay. Um, and Kathy, I believe. So um, I'm on the Community Preservation Committee, and we are redoing the uh, the book, the plan, the master plan for the uh, and the CPA in, is it? Yeah, the the yeah the master plan and um, we had a survey with a thousand Canton residents where they um, picked what they wanted to do. So this week. Um, Patty, Karen will be sending you um, the, pull, the survey results because they want the planning board to um, sometime before April come up with what we envision for what um, the planning board would like to see done with the Community Preservation Act money. And so like this year, um, is this the state is matching this, right? Or is this all of it? I don't know if it's all of it, but that's what the Norfolk County... Oh, yeah, so they sent us a thing, you know, there's 212,000 just for this year in, you know, and then the state matches it, so it's pretty good. Could you be a little more clarifying as to what they're going to be looking for? So... Are they just looking for input? Are they like, they're looking for input to see what we would, where we would like to see the town go with the community, community preservation money from a planning board perspective. Like we are, we've are, well, I guess the planning board did this like back in 2019. Oh, okay. We'll have to look back and see what they wrote. Yeah, there's, it's on the it's we on the website. There's a there's a a book you can look at of which the community preservation plan, and there'll be a section in there. Okay. So like they just want to know like what would you what where do you think and so but when they did it in 2019 you didn't have any community input. Mm -hmm. Now they have the community input. So they want you to, and I'll send that. I mean, Karen will. So now they have the community <laughs> input. And so they want us to kind of look at the community input and see if that changes or, you know, where we would see. Because, like, the planning board could be putting forward projects um, to, to use CPA money. Yeah, anyone can. Well, you have to be a tax-exempt organization to put forward. Really? Okay. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. I thought anybody could. No, you can't. You, it's, 
So you have to be tax, we're, we're tax, the town of Canton is tax exempt. So any board can go forward. So someone, a per, any person can come to the planning board with an idea or the recreation committee, but they have to sponsor it. You can't as a private citizen, unless you're a tax exempt organization. That must be the piece that I never knew. Yeah. Because plenty of residents have come forward with ideas. But they have had to have. got endorsement by some committee somewhere. That right. Yes, and then that's how they do it. Like, they couldn't put their name on it and do it. It's got to be. I'm putting your name on all of them. <laughs> no, no. Can you imagine? So, yeah, so after we look at everything, I think it'll be more understandable because I'm I, not I completely don't clear myself. It doesn't mean anything. Awesome. Great. We'll have to, dis we'll have to discuss that and maybe come up with some ideas no. of our own. I we'll know, I know. But I first, Karen will, if she can send us the information from the last, from 2019. Obviously, it was pre-COVID yeah. before it, when it was done. Right. So a lot, a lot of people are interested in the open space and recreation. That Those were the big, you know, takeaways from the study. Nobody cares about affordable housing? Uh, not really. I was kind of surprised. I would have thought there would have been more. Because I took the survey and I put that as an interest. Unfortunately, unfortunately the, the, just the name affordable housing is, is it has a stigma. Yeah, there's a stigma with it, unfortunately. No. Was there anything else that anybody else wanted to bring up from the board? No? I, um, I just wanted to remind everybody that March 16th, 2023, here in the Sala meeting room, we will be having the next presentation from Josh at MAPC about the downtown uh, zoning updates. So that's a Thursday, right? Yes, it is. Couldn't get um, the library was completely booked up, and um, this was the only date that. Well, we this could is be here on March this 15. is awesome. <laughs> since I'm going to be here. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear that. Um, I just have to remember to come. My did apologies on that. That's okay. Sorry. Can I have this? Busy day. That, you sure can. Did you want to make a motion about the minutes? Oh yeah. Uh, do I? Do I? Yes. Madam Clerk. Madam Clerk. Yeah. I um. I'd like to make a motion that we approve the February 1st meeting minutes. I'll second it. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Mr. Manning, was there anything else you wanted to discuss this evening? No? Okay. okay. Thank you, Tom. Anything else? Okay. Oh, thank you for doing all the work with the town planner. Well, I'd like to make a motion that we adjourn at, oh my gosh, 7.35 p.m. Can I get a second? I'll second. Aye. Jim? Aye. I'm an aye. Andy's an aye. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll see you here again on March 1st.